Hello, welcome to this episode of Alive and Thriving. Today, I am going to take you through a three-step process, really, really practical process that you can do straight away to move yourself through something that is blocking you with the story that it is too hard. So I want you to take a moment before we get into the episode to start to bring some awareness as you listen, because I love when people listen with the perception of their own circumstances. So if you're listening near a desk, grab a journal, maybe even pause me. Otherwise, if you're out and about and you're doing two things at once, just allow yourself to bring to mind times in your life where or in your business or in any in any aspect of your life where you have a story that something is too hard that maybe you don't do something because it feels hard because you know maybe there's something that you really want to be doing but you can't bring yourself to do it because you have a story that it is hard and this might be you know I don't do this in my business because it's too hard. I don't exercise because it's too hard. I don't eat healthily because it's too hard. I don't make Canva graphics because they're too hard. (laughs) I don't start my own podcast because it's too hard. I want you to think about your too hard story, a too hard story that you actually want to shift as well. Because you know what, I have a story that skydiving is too hard and I'm not really keen on shifting that, so I'm not going to worry about it. So bring to mind your story. Bring to mind your story. And just before we get into the episode, I just really, really, really want to thank everybody who has come along to our Becoming Limitless immersions so far. So far, I have hosted three live immersions and they have been so amazing during these immersions we have been identifying a story a block in business and then we have been using some really phenomenal techniques really amazing your body is so intuitive techniques to dive deep into your body to find where these are held at root cause So that as you move forward, consciously reprogramming these new beliefs, you're actually doing this from a place where you don't have that emotional intensity behind it anymore. You've created safety around the root cause of this event, of this story, which means that you're not playing whack-a-mole with new stories coming up all the time. So for everyone who has come along, thank you so much. If you are thinking about it, if you're curious, I want to let you know that the kind of work that we are doing in this immersion, if you were to be doing it one-on-one with me, would be worth around $295. And this immersion is just $35. If you are listening to this beyond the 20th of September, the 20th of September is when we have our last live immersion. So as I record this, there are just two more coming up. If you are listening beyond the 20th of September, you can inbox me over on Instagram and I can get you a copy of the recording so you can still participate in this immersion. I have also been having the most phenomenal conversations with women who are just 
ready for the Transcendence Mastermind. This is going to be such a phenomenal container if you are a coach, a healer, a service provider, if you are working in leadership, then you are going to absolutely love the pillars of the Transcendence Mastermind, which is personal evolution, energy management, and strengths-led business strategy. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Anyway, you can check out the applications um, in the show notes, I believe. There should be a link to the application page in the show notes and also a link to Becoming Limitless. But you know what? You can also just chat to me. Chatting is probably the easiest way if well, if you're like me. You might not, not all be like me. <laughs> I like to ask questions. I like to ask lots of questions. You have probably gathered that I am a verbal communicator. So if you would like to chat, please do. We can voice message through DM. We can set up a discovery call which is just a 20-minute phone call. That's a fancy word to say I'm going to ring you and you can ask me all your questions (laughs) Uh, to see if this mastermind might be something that is actually right for you. And it's really important that you feel into it. This is a space for just 15 women maximum. And I will take less than that if the energy is not right because the energy of this group is really, really important for the outcomes that you all experience. so just to bear that in mind, just start to have a feel. What are your plans to be deeply supported and guided in your business throughout 2024? We do start in November, but you know, preparing for 2024, moving into 2024, what are your plans to be supported and guided? And are they holistic? Do you just have a plan for strategy? And if you do, that's fantastic. But would you like to be supported holistically in a space that is able to facilitate an alternative therapies container as well as coaching, as well as energy management, which is so important if you've been listening to my journey, and as well as the strengths-led business coaching side. So just have a feel of, of what feels good for you. So now let's get into our episode. I'm sorry, I could talk about those things all day. I'm not sorry, but I could talk about those things all day. So I'm going to stop and I'm going to hit go on this episode. You might like to have a journal with you um, because this one is a really practical one. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. Well, good morning. Well, it's morning as I record this. Do you know that there are two weeks of the year where my whole street lines with cherry blossoms? Well, most of my suburb does, but my whole street. And it's literally just two weeks that these cherry blossom trees are blossoming. And it is just so beautiful. So today, I'm recording this podcast with my little portable microphone, and I am sitting outside. I'm on the ground, feeding the grass, 
just looking at the cherry blossoms, sun on my face. And I'm sharing this with you just in case you have something that you need to do today. Maybe you need to record a podcast or some content, or maybe you need to, I don't know, make some phone calls. This is your reminder that you don't have to do that sitting at a desk if you don't want to. You don't have to do it the way that you think that you always should be doing it or the way you've always done it before. If there's some sunshine, go and get some sunshine. (laughs) So today, let's chat about three things that you can do if you have a story about something being hard. Now, let me start by acknowledging that, you know, some circumstances in your life, particularly ones that involve external factors, they are going to feel challenging and that is okay. Some things are meant to feel challenging to strengthen you, to to challenge you, to challenge your perception, to challenge you into a new level. And some things are just hard. Some things are just hard for you. So this episode is going to help you move through the things that are hard. Because what is hard for everybody is also going to be different because we all have a different threshold of tolerance. We all have a different um, perception based on our beliefs of what is hard. And quite often, if we're looking at something, we're thinking, oh, that's really hard to do. That's too hard. If it's something, you know, and I just want you to insert whatever is going on for you here. If you are looking at something and you're thinking, oh, this is just too hard then there is likely some sort of experience or emotion, belief connected deep down subconsciously in them. So what to do? How can we move past something that feels hard or something that we say is hard? And I'm actually going to stick there on that point for a moment. This wasn't in my three steps I was going to share, but it is actually really, really important. So let's make it four steps with the very, very, very first step being if you have a story that something feels hard or something is hard I want you to just stop and actually feel into that is this just a story that you have are you just there saying this is hard because it's always been hard because that's what you've learned perhaps you've learned to believe I don't know that money is hard business is hard parenting is hard Think about your story. And as you are saying these words, oh, this is too hard for me. This is too hard today. This is really hard. I want you to then check in with your body. You've got this story that it's hard, but does it actually feel hard or is that just a story? So you can really use your body there as a gauge as to whether this is even really hard for you at all. So the first thing, the next thing that you're going to do then is we're going to do some tapping. We're going to start to lower the resistance on it being hard. And so this is going to start with our setup statement, our statement of acceptance, which is on the side of your hand, the squishy part just um, down, if you trace down your pinky finger down the side of your hand, the squishy part there. And if you're tapping there, you're just going to say something as simple as, even though this feels really hard for me, or even though I have this story that this is really hard, I accept that I feel this way. I accept that I think this thing is hard. So repeating that three times, even though I have this story that this thing is hard, I accept that I feel this way. Even though I feel like this thing is hard, 
I accept that I feel this way. And then as you move around your tapping points, so going from your eyebrow, oh, I won't list them all right now, but you, you can uh, you can get a free download from me uh, to learn the EFT points. That is at the bottom of this episode in the show notes. So you can always go and you can learn the tapping points there or you can jump into our Tapping Inner Circle membership where we have so many guided audios and everything just talks you right through the tapping. But as you're tapping around on all of your different points, you are just going to say really, really, really simply, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, this is hard, or this feels hard, this feels hard, this feels hard. And I want you to do that maybe two rounds, three rounds of tapping until you start to notice your intensity and your resistance lowering. And then check in with yourself. Is this still really relevant? Is there still a really, uh, you know, deep-seated belief in here? Is there something that is that is really holding this up? And if there is, then start to give a voice to whatever you know about that. I've always felt like this is hard. I've always felt like this is hard. This has always been hard for me. So just using tapping just to lower that resistance, to disconnect any emotional attachments that you have to this story, of this being hard for you. And then once you have been able to do that with your tapping, then I have an affirmation for you. And you might like to use tapping whilst you say this affirmation. And that is, I can do hard things. So this is step three, is your conscious reprogramming. So once you have a f- successfully lowered your emotional intensity down to around a zero out of 10, then you move into step three, which is your emotion, your conscious reprogramming. And as simple as I can do hard things. And I find myself saying this to myself now all the time. As soon as a little, a little thought tries to pop back in that says, this is hard, straight away, yeah, but I can do hard things anytime, anytime at all. And the reason that that becomes so easy just like we've been doing in our Becoming Limitless Healing Immersions, the reason that this becomes so easy to reprogram that thought, to interrupt that thought and to challenge that thought is because we have successfully lowered the emotional intensity first. Your emotional brain will always win. So you can consciously reprogram. You can challenge your thoughts. You can interrupt them. You can use the five-second to interrupt rule. You can do all of these amazing things. But ultimately, if you have an emotionally challenging situation, an association that your brain has made around effectively your survival, which I know it seems extreme. I know it's just, you just need to send an email, but it's hard. I know, I know. (laughs) So I know survival is extreme, but not in the way that your brain functions. Not in that way that that primitive brain functions. That primitive brain hasn't been able to catch up with our modern stressors and a, and our modern way of living. We're, we're not designed to function like that. Our, our logical mind, our, our CEO brain, the prefrontal cortex, it has evolved to keep up with what is going on. It has grown and grown and grown over hundreds and thousands of years. But ultimately, if you believe you're in danger and you're not consciously aware of that, then that emotional brain is always going to win out. 
And so when you're doing this tapping work, when you are there saying, I've got this story and, and this is hard, I know business is hard, business is hard, parenting is hard, parenting is hard. Not only do you have this emotional association that is going to keep this really, really strong for you, especially if you have core beliefs and root cause underneath that around, I don't know, parents believing money was hard or, you know, stories around, I don't know, whatever you've learned growing up. But if you have these root causes that form these beliefs, yeah, detaching the emotion from that is is going to be really, really, really significant. The other thing that this impacts as well is your perception. So when you go into, and I just thought of this while I was saying parenthood, because I was thinking of my girls and the way that I parent and how that has evolved over the last eight years, um, you know, starting from being a really, in, in a really emotionally, not in a good state. You know, when Kalia was younger, it was not long after that, that I ended up having my pulmonary embolism, that I ended up um, starting to live in panic disorder, that I was living in this really, really, really chronic state of ongoing stress, this stress cycle that never ended, that kept me in a state of panic disorder, that kept the anxiety very real for me every single day, that led to physical illness and physical ailments that, you know, we couldn't find a root cause for despite how many investigations. I've got the hiccups that we that we did and so I look at how I parented and how when I was in those states I was very emotionally reactive and now as I have one become aware of that but two moved more into a healing journey and and obviously done years and years of study as well in terms of understanding the way that the brain works the way that our nervous system works the way that our body responds to trauma as well this has had a huge impact on my parenting and you know not to say that some days don't feel like they're hard because yes there are challenging days but if I come into those days with that narrative that parenting is hard then that is also the perception and the lens that I look at it from and so my kids could have the same fight on a day where I feel like, and I'm telling myself that this is really hard and I feel like I have a full-blown stress response inside, I have to then go and, and regulate my nervous system because I'm looking at my day and I'm looking at everything that they are doing and I'm looking at everything that is happening from the perception of things being hard. But if I'm looking at the perception from, oh, I can do hard things, oh, this is fun, I can do hard things. If I'm looking at it from a different perception, if I even wanted to go and change my story to say parenting is easy, <laughs> okay, maybe that's a little extreme. But do you, you get what I'm saying though? My perception, my perception completely changes. It really does. And so when I am then, regu- I, I stay regulated because I'm looking at, this, like, this, like I said, the same fights the same arguments, the same circumstances, the same lost shoes. Oh my God, a million shoes have been lost for three days. Um, I have no idea where they've gone. But you know, the same lost shoes, the same, I'm looking at the same things from a different perspective, from a different lens, from a different story in my head. 
that is not being overcome by this emotional intensity and I'm able to respond rather than react. I'm able to stay regulated. It changes everything. And it's the same in your day-to-day business. If you are looking at something that maybe, you know, maybe you're not outsourcing much yet and you have to be putting together a, I don't know, website page, an offer page, um, doing Canva graphics, I or creating content or planning content or or putting together an offer for your clients or if, by the way if your offer feels hard for you then something's misaligned that's <laughs> that's that's the sort of thing we work on in transcendence in the mastermind um, but if you're doing these things that aren't in your zone of genius and it feels hard because it is challenging you but you're going into it with the story this is really hard this is going to take me all day this is really hard then guess what that's the perception that you are taking in that is the stress response too that you are taking in as well because you are telling your body I am preparing myself for something that does not feel good for me and so you are on alert you are hypervigilant and you are taking that in to the tasks that you need to be doing so you can see how this can you know ripple into so many different areas of your life so just to recap before we move to our last step we added in an additional step at the beginning was just deciding, does this feel really hard? Is there an, and and can I just add the reason that I thought this would be a good thing to add in is because when you start tapping for me and my experience and the way that I work really, really getting into the body as well as just cognitively, I know in clinical EFT, you don't need to know where you feel it in the body. You don't need to know, you know, it is effective just using your words. It is effective just working with your mind, using your words, completely effective. I find that you can get to root cause quicker if you find where it is found in the body. That's that four-step process that I'm taking people through in the Becoming Limitless Immersions is starting identifying the story and then diving into where it is located in the body so that then you can also start to use body psychotherapy in, in this process to identify the root cause because once you can bring safety to the root cause, it is like a domino effect. And so often the stories that were attached to that root cause, if you can knock over that domino, they can all topple over. Kind of lost my train of thought there. (laughs) I love this work. It is just so powerful. But if you're bringing your awareness either to the story in your head or where you feel it in your body. So do I feel like this is hard? Oh, yes, I'm contracting. I feel it in my chest. It's in my stomach. I feel like this is hard. I have a resistance. I can't explain it. But you know that it's in your body. Or, oh, no, this is just a story. I'm telling myself this is hard. Then you take that perception into your tapping. And your subconscious mind is going to know exactly where you need to go and what you need to be tapping on. Because it's either going to be focusing on where you're feeling it in your body or on the story in your head. So step one, is it a story or is it actually really feeling hard for me? Step two, is the tapping to lower the emotional intensity, to lower the resistance around it, to bring safety to this? Step three, is your positive affirmation, which again, you can tap, but you can also use over and over again in your daily life. I can do hard things. Because if you've had this story for a long time, this way of thinking that this is hard, things are hard, life is hard, business is hard, 
Canva graphics are hard. <laughs> if you've had this story for a really long time, then that is that is a habitual way of thinking. You, your brain has made it easy for you to rethink these stories with neural pathways that are firing all the time, the same stories. Each time that pathway fires and you don't go down that pathway, you interrupt it. You don't have that same emotional attachment to it anymore. Then that pathway eventually will die off. And that process can just take around 30 days. That's not a huge long process. It's just a matter of consciously reprogramming, consciously deciding that I am going to change the way that I feel about this. So just quickly on skipping the step of the emotional desensitizing. If you are just skipping to conscious reprogramming, which is probably something if you've done a lot of traditional coaching that you've experienced a lot, that story, yes, you can absolutely consciously reprogram it. As I said, those neural pathways will die off when you're not going down that same pathway. But if you have a root cause in there and a, and a deep-seated belief around the safety of, of, I don't know, for example, being visible, and you squash a story that you're not good at speaking on camera, but you still have this root cause belief, that being visible is not being safe because you were taught as a child that quiet, you know, quiet and not being seen and not being heard is how you navigated your world, for example. Then you're just going to come up with another story to validate that belief. So it's kind of like a game of whack-a-mole if you don't go and address the root cause. You are going to be just continually finding new stories. (laughs) So that's your third step. I can do hard things. And now your fourth step is a journaling prompt for you. And this is a really important step because it really builds evidence around this affirmation. How many times have you said an affirmation and you don't continue them because you're like, oh, it just doesn't feel good yet. Or it feels weird or icky or silly or, you know, just doesn't feel right because you still have that resistance. That's why tapping when you say an affirmation is amazing, by the way, because it lowers that resistance. It brings safety to what you're saying, helps you to believe it. And if you believe something, if you have an emotional charge behind it, then it is far more likely to, well, it will, it will stick. So let's say you're tapping and you have your belief, your new belief, I can do hard things. I can do hard things. I want you to now go to a journal or write down this prompt so you can do this a bit later. And I want you to go through thinking right back to your early childhood, right back to when you learned to, I don't know, maybe you learned to self-soothe. Maybe you learned to feed yourself. I'm sure you learned to feed yourself. Maybe you learned to walk to sit up on your own. All of these things that when you first came out as a newborn baby would have been really hard. You hadn't built up the muscle yet. Took practice, took time, took strength. There were steps to do. You didn't just go straight, well, I assume. (laughs) Most for most children, you don't just go straight from, from, you know, laying on your back to walking. There's a process. You need to roll over. You might be knee rocking. You might then be crawling or butt shuffling. I think I was a bum shuffler, <laughs> which you might be crawling. Or my my, bell, my daughter was like a belly shuffler. She just literally went from crawling on her belly, like commando crawling, 
to walking, but there were still steps. Okay, are you sitting in the blossoms? <laughs> it's giving me some hay fever. My point is, there were steps. There were things that would have seemed so hard to do. You learnt to use the toilet. You learnt to speak. You learnt to tie your shoelaces. You learnt to read. You learnt to write. You learnt so many more complex things than that. So I want you to go down, write down in your journal, I can do hard things and here's the proof. And I want you to write down every single thing that you can remember accomplishing, even if it is something that you never would have thought of, like walking, eating by yourself, sitting up by yourself, reading, writing, things that you just take for granted now. You had to learn how to do those things at one point. And this is your evidence. This is saying to your brain so that then every time you say those words, oh, I can do hard things. Every time you're replacing that thought or you are in a really challenging situation where you need to get your mind through and you really need to embrace the power of your mind. Maybe it is an emotionally challenging situation. Maybe you're just learning how to stand in a cold shower for longer and longer and longer or an ice bath. But if whatever you are employing this I can do hard things message for, whatever you're bringing that in for, every time you say I can do hard things, your brain is then going to associate all of this evidence that you have explored. And if you really, really, really want to ingrain it, then tap it. I can do hard things. Tap around your body. I can do hard things. And then read out your list. I did this. I did this. I did this, I did this, I can do hard things. So there you go. This is how you will keep moving yourself through, but not only keep moving yourself through, but actually make deep and lasting change around the way that you perceive your hard things. So let me know if you try it. Come over, let me know on Instagram. And do you know, I think as this goes to air, there is only one more live Becoming Limitless immersion. So if you are listening to this after the 20th of September, then flick me a message, a DM, and I can get you a recording of the training. But, you know, I just want to know, come over into my Instagram and tell me, what is your hard thing? What is your hard thing? And you know what, if it's business related, then come and have a look at the Transcendence Mastermind because this is the kind of deep work, personal evolution, being one of the main pillars of this mastermind. This is the kind of deep work that we do under that pillar so that you can reprogram your brain and your body and your whole energetic system to hold what you want to be holding, to become a match for what you want to be bringing into and holding in your world. So come over, say hi on Instagram, tell me what your hard thing is, tell me if you've done the tapping um, or if you're not sure about how to tap, then let's chat about that as well. I can link you to my learn how to tap guide. It's a really quick video that teaches you everything you need to know to tap on your own. And tell me, how you felt and were you surprised when you started exploring all the hard things that you have done? I hope you have the most fabulous day. Go and find some sunshine 
and sit in it. <laughs> Bye. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact.